Welcome back to our third and final installment of this week's Warning Track Power Hour. Uh, this will also be our fourth and final part of our um, preview for the uh, 2023 NFL season. Uh, looking at the quarterback situations of each of the NFL teams. Uh, we are now into the AFC North and the Baltimore Ravens, Mike. Yeah, the Ravens have a have four quarterbacks right now on the roster. An interesting situation, I think, has developed there, partly because uh, their number one quarterback, Lamar Jackson, uh, he's 26 years old, uh, first round pick from 2018. He was number 32 overall, last pick in the first round from Louisville. Um, he had won the Heisman in 2016. He had a very good year in 2017 in college as well. But um, he uh, has been the starter for almost five years now. He was he replaced Joe Flacco by the end of his rookie year. Uh, he was the 2019 NFL MVP, his second year as a starter, where he had 3,100 yards plus passing, 36 touchdowns, only six interceptions, and 1,206 yards rushing. Uh, in addition, with 113 career pass rating, that was his best season, but he has not replicated that season. Um, but he's been solid, 45-16 uh, and 16 record as a starter, 96.7 quarterback rating, only a 1-3 in three playoff um, record, however. Only a 63.8 uh, passer rating in the playoffs. So he hasn't been very good in the playoffs. And he's also, also been injured quite a bit the last couple of years. He's missed 10 regular season games the last two years and one playoff game last year. So he was not with the team when the when the Ravens lost to the Bengals in the wildcard playoff. Uh, but he has signed, after kind of some contentious negotiations, a new big contract. But the question is, can he stay healthy? Can he become a can he be a consistent passer? Or you know, is his you know is his game something that can be done long term in in the NFL? Or is he going to maybe not um, finish his contract in the same way that he he started it? Um, the second quarterback in the Ravens for the Ravens is pro is probably well it's hard to say probably Tyler Huntley uh 25 years old undrafted free agent 2020 from Utah he was a three-year starter uh for the Utes but he uh was injured a couple of times but in 2019 it was his best season um the Utes were 11 and 0 before losing the last two games to Oregon and then Texas in the Rose Bowl uh Texas uh in the bowl game um he was he had 3,100 yards passing. He was uh, 19 touchdowns, four interceptions his senior year. Um, and But he's he's started pretty much uh, immediately coming uh, to Baltimore. He's started uh, eight games over the last two seasons uh, because uh, Lamar Jackson has been hurt. Three and five record as a starter in Baltimore. More, uh, five touchdowns, seven interceptions, a 76.6 passer rating adding about 450 yards rushing and three touchdowns. Um, so not terribly great stats, but not bad either. But uh, he was actually named to the Pro Bowl last year, uh, replacing as an injury replacement for Josh Allen. Um, but uh, he did also start the playoff game. He actually had a decent playoff game against Cincinnati. He had a 92 rating in that game, uh, which is actually higher than any Lamar Jackson playoff game he's ever played. So his his one game in the playoffs was better than any 
Jackson, again, it's a small sample size, but it still yeah. says kind of, can Jackson play well when it really matters? Can he be healthy? Um, and Tyler Huntley is really seen probably not as the long-term answer if Jackson goes down, but that's kind of who they have to, you know, deal with. And um, their third quarterback is a little like Huntley. He's also 25, also an undrafted free agent from um, the Pac-12 or what's left of, you know, what was once the Pac-12. Uh, now the Pac-5? Pac-4, I think. Four. Right now we have, unless Fresno State has been added or San Diego oh. State, those are the ones they're looking for. But yeah, it's Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, and Washington State are the only four that are left or will be left after the end of this season. Um, but uh, Anthony Brown was from Oregon. He started at Boston College. A couple of quarterbacks we've had started at Boston College. Um, he was a solid player at Oregon. He had um, 19 passing touchdowns, nine rushing touchdowns in his last college season. He spent on the practice squad mostly for the Ravens. He did start one game last year when both Jackson and Huntley were hurt. Um, he has 302 career yards passing in the NFL, no touchdowns, but two interceptions in his NFL career. So he has some experience, but both Huntley and Brown are pretty young and we're seeing maybe not as maybe good, like sort of traditional types of backups uh, for the Ravens to have. So they brought in somebody who has a lot, a lot, a lot of backup quarterback experience. And that is Josh Johnson, who's 37. He had a fifth, he was a fifth round pick back in 2008 by the Buccaneers from the University of San Diego. And he's been on 14 different NFL teams, the most in history. I'm not going to go through all the NFL teams, but he's also been on a, on a UFL team, which is no longer around the United Football League and an XFL team. Um, he was... He's six foot three. He once had a 4.5440 yard dash, probably not anymore. A 24 on the Wonderlick. So kind of average. Lamar Jackson only had a 13 on the Wonderlick. So that was a I think that was a big flag for me. I know they say the Wonderlick's not a very good uh measurement, but I I I I tend to think that um it does have a little bit of meaning, even though they don't use it anymore. But Johnson yeah, 24 was what he said Mahomes was. Mahomes scored, yeah. So it's kind of average, yeah. But he's been able to stick around uh for 15 years in the NFL. Um, he played for Denver last year, and he also famously played for San Francisco last year in the NFC Championship game after Brock Purdy was hurt, and the, and the 49ers had no quarterbacks, so they had to bring in uh, Josh Johnson kind of off the street. Johnson himself got hurt in that game, and they had to bring Purdy back in or just kind of go with no quarterback, and they just did really terribly in that game. But in his career... Johnson has played um, sparingly, but he has uh, some records, so some experience as a starting quarterback. He's only one and eight, however, as a starter. Thirteen touchdowns, sixteen interceptions, seventy point six rating. So he's a he's really an experienced backup who kind of knows how to probably prepare for an NFL game. Even if you probably say, well, if you if we have to put it in, put him in, we're not going to win. But he could come in in a pinch and maybe mentor. Jackson, Huntley, Brown, about some of the, I don't know, finer points of quarterbacking or something like that, where Jackson really didn't have an experienced backup last year, you know, relying on Huntley and Brown as their backups. So they're younger and 
less experienced versions of Lamar, and you maybe you want somebody who's a little bit older, and that's maybe why Johnson is brought in. But it's hard to say. I don't know what the order of these backup quarterbacks will be. Um, you think Huntley is he's a Pro Bowl player, so maybe he's you should think he should be their backup, but I don't know if, if they're gonna put Johnson in or or what. But ESPN he, had him listed as uh Huntley as the two, Johnson three, Brown four. And uh most recent preseason game, Johnson started, Brown uh played the rest of it though. So they didn't they didn't use Huntley or Jackson in the most recent preseason game. They both they both did all right. Johnson was 10 of 12, 145 yards, two touchdowns and interception. Anthony Brown was six of 10, 40 yards, two touchdowns and interception. But he also ran uh, four times for 37 yards, which is pretty nice. Uh, little running average there for uh, yeah. carries. Nine, 9.3 per carry is not not too shabby. Yeah, if you want if you want a quarterback to run the kind of same offense as Jackson, I think having Huntley or Brown would be a pretty good one. Um, and maybe a younger Josh Johnson would be able to do that too. But um yeah, it's a, you know, I, I think the Ravens probably thought, well, we need a a more experienced person in the in the quarterback room than we had no. last year, especially if Jackson goes down like sometimes he does. They all they all do have a one nice little outlet though, as they they, they do have a former Iowa State tight end Charlie Kolar. Uh, there to help you know maybe catch some passes across the middle and and uh maybe take the pressure <laughs> off yeah, we haven't mentioned any iowa state players lately so it's good to oh uh you did mention purdy though and yeah. uh he uh he did play in the uh second preseason game so he mm. may be pretty close to being being you know back back to full strength and that was probably not expected when he went down um with that elbow Injury, so yeah, maybe uh, San Francisco's uh, depth chart is is looking more solid now with Purdy than Darnold than Trey Lance. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess maybe for Baltimore, then uh, salary wise, Jackson's at twenty two point two million this year. Uh, it does move up to thirty two point four million for next season uh, for the cap hit. Uh, Huntley's at two point six million. Josh Johnson one point one. Anthony Brown eight seventy k. Yeah, you can, in some of these, you, know, you can probably say, well, whatever the order of the salary is, probably is the order what they are going to be on the depth chart. But um, I think that's what the team would expect, at least anyway. If they're paying a guy more money, they're yeah, assume that they're going to be higher on the uh, depth chart, unless it's a you know rookie situ- situation where. They found somebody cheap, and they have emerged as a number one somehow, which happens sometimes, but not always. How about uh, on Cincinnati? Cincinnati? Yeah, um, Cincinnati has like like Baltimore has a clear number one. I guess all four of these quarterbacks in this division are clear number one starters that we have. Um, Joe Burrow uh, for the Bengals, twenty six years old now former 2020 number one overall pick from LSU. He began at Ohio State, was actually back up to JT Barrett, uh, who didn't really pan out uh, in the NFL, and Dwayne Haskins, who unfortunately didn't have much success in the NFL and then uh, was hit by a car and died uh, last year. So he was, he's no longer with us. But um, 
So, but Burrow was forced to kind of go elsewhere, um, and he ended up going to LSU. Do you know where Joe Burrow was born? I do. He's from Ames, Iowa. He was from Ames, Iowa. Does that make you like Joe Burrow better than you would otherwise? So what's great is I I just assumed because I saw like how how old he was when they moved I guess from Ames was that uh, he may have been like the annoying kid that was crying at the table you know next to me when I was in college then so that's kind of funny I'm sure he had a heck of an arm though so <laughs> Kevin McAllister yes he was a starter for two years at LSU a huge huge senior year we had sixty touchdown passes in one season six only six interceptions. 5,671 yards passing in 15 games. Those are Bailey Zappi-esque numbers um, in college. But I guess Burrow did it at LSU at the highest level, where Zappi only played for Western Kentucky. We'll talk about Zappi later. But um, he beat Trevor Lawrence and Clemson for the 2019 National Championship. He's been starter for three seasons on the Bengals. 24-17-1 record. 82 touchdowns, 31 picks, 100.4 career quarterback rating. A very, very high Completion percentage of nearly 70%, 68.2. But maybe we could say, is this too high a completion percentage? Because does he hold on to the ball too long and try to make a, uh, uh, and try and not throw the ball away when he should? Uh, because he gets sacked maybe too much. Uh, he's been sacked in 42 regular season games 124 times and 29 times in seven playoff games. To put that in comparison, Patrick Mahomes has played 80 games, about twice as many games as as um, Burrow has, and he has only been sacked 121 times, so about the same number of sacks in twice as many mm. games. And and he's been so and Burrow was sacked 29 times in seven playoff games. Mahomes has been sacked 30 times in 14 playoff games. So really, Burrow takes twice as many sacks as. Mahomes does and maybe it's because well he doesn't he holds on to the ball too long and because he's he's a mobile player he should be able to get rid of the ball his line you know Mahomes has had a lot of problems with his line uh especially in the playoffs and um I think Mahomes is better at throwing the ball away when he needs to it's one of those things that some quarterbacks do and some don't um I was looking at career sacks um and you know I think Tom Brady has taken the most career sacks, but uh, Peyton Manning, his sack numbers were less than half of what Tom Brady's were in like a similar amount of time. So he, he was able to, even though I would say Brady and Manning, neither of them are very mobile guys, but I think Brady, I mean, Manning was able to, you know, navigate the pocket and throw the ball away better. I think that's what Mahomes does better than Burrow. And maybe that will keep Mahomes healthier and maybe, uh, Burrow will learn how to do that a little bit better, but um, Burrow has had a lot of success. He's uh, five and two in the playoffs. In uh, he's led the Bengals to a Super Bowl appearance and an AFC Championship uh, appearance as well. Uh, the last two seasons, so he's uh, you know one of the top quarterbacks in the AFC. Depending on who you ask, maybe number two, maybe number three, depending on where you think of Josh Allen or maybe what uh, think of Aaron Rodgers still, but um, one of the top quarterbacks. But maybe his problem is, yeah, I think maybe taking too many sacks. And now he has Orlando Brown as the left tackle. And I don't know if Brown is the answer because he wasn't always the best pass protector for Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Um, speaking of 
experience against Kansas City. We have as the new new backup, uh, probably to Joe Burrow is Trevor Simeon, former seventh round pick from Northwestern by the Denver Broncos. Uh, he played for Denver from 2015 to 2017. He's 31 years old now. He's also played for the Vikings, Jets, Saints, and Bears. Now the Bengals. He was um, not that great in college. He didn't expect to be drafted. I think he said he was going to become a you know insurance salesman or something like that. Oof. He only had seven touchdowns and eleven interceptions as a senior, but he was still drafted by the Broncos. Uh, twenty, he had a twenty-seven and twenty-four overall record as a quarterback in Northwestern, but only about six thousand passing yards over four seasons. So it's like only fifteen hundred yards a year. That's not very much, even in the Big Ten when there's not much offense. He was not a great Big Ten mm. quarterback, but he was still, I guess, thought of as somebody who had potential, but at least for a seventh round pick. Um, he was the Broncos' starter for most of twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen seasons. Um. He's only had six starts uh, since 2017. Those are all six losses. Um, but he's um, been an okay starter, 13 and 17 record, 42 touchdowns, 28 picks, 81.1 quarterback rating. So he can start in a pinch probably, but I think if Burrow goes down, um, that's probably the end of the road for Cincinnati. But but Simeon at least can play maybe a game or two if needed. But Simeon maybe is, is being chased by Jake Browning, 27-year-old undrafted free agent from 2019 in Washington. He is from Folsom, California, famously the home of Folsom Prison. Uh, it's near San, near, near uh, Sacramento, uh, where Johnny Cash his famous one of his two famous uh california prison albums he had one from san quentin as well but uh jake browning i don't think um was involved with folsom state prison uh folsom actually looks pretty nice i was looking at the map and it has like a trader joe's and it's like a nice it seems like a, a nice community the prison does no the, the state the, the, the city of folsom not the prison uh that'd be but, funny if it was that <laughs> yeah jake browning he's 27 he was 39 and 15 at washington university of washington he has a kind of an interesting career because he had, he started four years, but he had 43 touchdowns in his sophomore year, and he was sixth in the 2016 Heisman voting, but only 51 touchdown passes in his other three seasons combined. Um, and so hmm. he ended up not being drafted at all, I think, because he, uh, he had an arm, he had an injury at one point, but um he averaged over 3,000 yards passing per year in college. Uh, he's uh, was on the Vikings practice squad in uh, uh, 2019 and 20. He's been on the Bengals practice squad since 21. So he hasn't gotten a chance to play. But I think some people are thinking maybe he could pass uh, Simeon on the depth chart. Um, and the fourth quarterback is Reed Sinet, as we've determined his pronunciation is. Uh, 26 years old, undrafted free agent as well from University of San Diego. He's originally from Johnston, Iowa. Do you know where Johnston, Iowa is, Dr. Scabs? Mm, I don't remember. That's a suburb of Des Moines, apparently. Is it actually part of Des Moines? Okay. I don't know. It was the, what I read. Okay. It's been growing a lot. I mean, it's an excerpt or something, but he only started one year uh, at San Diego, but he had 32 touchdown passes that year. And over 3,500 yards passing. So 
Um, he's been with a bunch of teams already. Uh, he was with the Buccaneers to start out with, and the Dolphins, and the Eagles, and the Dolphins again. And then with the San Antonio Brahmas of the XFL, but they only played one year, one game because he broke his foot. But now he's with the Bengals in 2023. So he's been around a lot. So pro- but probably I would say fourth quarterback, or maybe he's battling for the third with Browning. But maybe one of those guys can pass Simeon. It's a, you know, I don't think after Burrow, we have a lot of upside or even maybe with Simeon, you have some experience, but it's a decent, I guess, quarterback group. But it's after, you know, I don't, I don't know how, I, I think, I, I think maybe I like the Ravens backups better than the, I don't know if I like the Ravens backups either, but I, what do you, what do you think? I mean, groups. Simeon at least had quite a bit of experience in Denver, but it wasn't very good, though. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, yeah, if he's if he's uh, you know only as a backup role, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. But yeah, if, if Burrow goes down early in the year, then it's going to be a long year, I think for yeah for Cincinnati fans. Yeah, I like the I like the number one quarterbacks the best of the Ravens and the Bengals Burrow and Jackson are, are, are two of the, if they're both healthy, two of the best, but the backups yeah. are not as good. I think for the next two teams in the AFC North, the Browns and the Steelers, I don't like their starters as much, but I like their backups better. A little more for us, for salary wise in Cincinnati, uh, Burrow's 11.5 million this year, but it does escalate next year is going to be 29 and a half million. Simeon's 1.1 million. Uh, Browning's 750k. Reed Sinet makes a little bit more, 870k. Ooh. And uh, Simeon did start the most recent preseason game, 714, 62 yards, uh, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Browning played, I think, this the, whole, the second half, maybe a little more. Uh, 1642, 140 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. And their game ended in a tie with Atlanta, who is not very good. So what do you think about that? Does it mean anything? I don't know if it means anything. It's hard to say. Uh. <laughs> I mean, you know, I have heard no Joe Burrow. And, if you read an article, it seems like perhaps um, Cincinnati is leaning toward possibly Browning, maybe. Yeah. A possibility. But at least that's what it seems like he's playing. They, they like him better in the, in the preseason. But I think they also think, though, maybe that um, the Bengals might add somebody else as a potential. But, but would, you, would you say that if Burrow did miss significant time in the season – that they would have difficulty beating Atlanta. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. I must have missed that question. I, I was no, no. That's that was that was where I was trying to get to that. Ed. That's fine. Oh okay. I was I was. Yeah. It's 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 getting late here. The morning trick power hour. While yes, we're going through this. Um, Move on to Cleveland. to Cleveland. Yeah. Well, Cleveland has a you know well has a very talented uh, starting quarterback, but one who is for a lot of good reasons, probably much maligned. Uh, and that is Deshaun Watson, who's 28 years old. He's actually 28 on September 14th, actually. He's three days older than Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he was drafted number 12 overall in the same draft 
2017 by Houston, a lot of people thought perhaps when Mahomes was picked, the Chiefs were going to draft Watson because Watson had, I guess, more not I mean more team success and and uh, more kind of well-known success in college. Uh, he won the 2016 national title, was runner-up another time as a starter. Six foot two, he had a 20 on the Wonder League, so a little lower than Mahomes, but higher than Lamar. Uh, in four years, he played with Houston as a starter. Two of those were playoff seasons. Um, he missed the 20 and 20, 21 and 22 season due to uh, sexual assault allegations by multiple dozen women, it seems like. Uh, so he is somebody that maybe has a lot of other problems that uh, need to be addressed, but the Cleveland Browns decided they would give him a huge contract anyway. He had to miss, you know, he's missed the last two seasons pretty much. Uh, and when he came back this past year, um, he was only three and three as a starter. He only has 79 quarterback rating his worst season. Um, but he's a solid quarterback when he is healthy. 111 touchdowns, 41 interceptions in his career, 102.3 passer rating. So one of the top five to 10 quarterbacks in the league where he was, but this is a guy, well, you know, he's the, he's the least core. He's, he's for a lot of good reasons, probably the least popular quarterback in the league. And, and didn't play well last season though. Right? No rust, a rusty year back mm-hmm. uh, after and, the uh, suspensions. And you wonder what's like, you know, what, you know, how good he's going to be going forward. I guess, even just as a football perspective, you know, if you're not thinking of, uh, the social problems that uh, Sean Watson has. But Watson has three backups, I guess, in case there are problems in Cleveland. Maybe, you know, he's, he's, he's still being sued by people. I think criminal, I don't know if criminal charges are out of the picture right now, but, you know, who knows what's, what's, what's uh, coming down the pike. But um, there are three backup quarterbacks. Maybe Joshua Dobbs is the second quarterback right now. Um, he's 28. He was a 17, he was a 2017 fourth round pick from the University of Tennessee by the Steelers. Um, he had 40 touchdowns, total touchdowns his senior year in college. Um, he had a 29 on the Wonderlick, but he is also an aerospace engineering major who had a 4.0 GPA in college. So he was a pretty good student. Uh, also probably well known for his uh for having alopecia. So he uh, he hasn't had been able to grow uh hair on his uh body. Uh but he, he hasn't let that uh, stop him from being a NFL quarterback, but he's only started two games in his NFL career. Both were for Tennessee last year after Tannehill got hurt and after Malik Willis kind of proved that he maybe wasn't starting quarterback material, at least not yet. Um, 0-2 record, two touchdowns, three interceptions, 456 yards passing, but, um, you know, but Dobbs has bounced around since his being drafted by the Steelers from Pittsburgh to Jacksonville, back to Pittsburgh, to Cleveland, to Tennessee, and now back to Cleveland again. So he's he's bounced around the uh, AFC. He's only been in the AFC North and the AFC South, it looks like, but he's uh, uh, bounced around quite a bit. Um, the other two quarterbacks on the roster for the Browns are both younger than Watson or Dobbs, who are both going to be 28 um, early in the season. Dorian Thompson-Robinson was a draft pick this year, uh, fifth-round draft pick from UCLA um 
23 years old, six foot two, four point five six forty yard dash. So a fast guy. He started parts of five full seasons with UCLA. Um, last year he passed for over 3,100 yards, 27 touchdowns, only 10 interceptions, but also added 650 or so rushing yards and 12 rushing touchdowns. So he's a, a dual threat quarterback. Um, and he's wowed, uh, I think, Cleveland fans in preseason and in camp this year. Uh, and he grew up in Las Vegas, where his mother, Melva, is a uh, PhD in public health and is a professor at UNLV. So um, he's probably, he's got uh, smart parents, so he probably uh, might be uh, smart as well. So, um, you know, that's, that's, that's I think, uh, so he's been a, he's been a kind of a revelation, it seems like a lot of teams have maybe thought well we should have drafted Thompson Robinson ourselves but he's one of those also guys he started for a long time at a pretty good college so he's probably a pretty good uh quarterback but um uh the fourth quarterback on the depth chart possibly or you know who knows is Kellen Mond who was once a very highly touted prospect he was a third round draft pick by Minnesota just in 2021 he started three seasons at Texas A&M um, his best season was probably his sophomore year in 2018, but um, he was, uh, you know, solid three years as a starter. He threw 71 touchdown passes and rushed for 22 more touchdowns, and only threw uh, 20 and only threw 27 interceptions in his career at, at Texas A&M. So very solid quarterback, but um, he's only appeared he only appeared uh, in one game so far in the NFL. And that was in 2021 when he played for Minnesota. Um, Kirk Cousins had COVID, uh, so they had their backups in. And, and Mond got in at the very end of, a, I think, a blowout um, where he was two, two, two of three passing, five yards total passing. He's been with the Browns since last year, but he hasn't played. So he doesn't have much experience, but he was at least one point a fairly, you know, high round, third round draft pick. So that's... And he's still only 24. So he's younger than some of these first round uh, picks, it seems like from he's younger than Sean Clifford, for instance. And he's been in the league for three years. So um, where, where would you put him on Green Bay's depth chart? If he was, I put, I put Kalamon probably at number two on Green Bay's depth chart. Challenging um, for number one, even. I'd say he's better than Magoo and he's better than Clifford. And maybe he's maybe challenging for, he had more college success or certainly than um, Jordan Love did. So, yeah, I, I I think the Browns have a very like, you know, say what you will about Watson, you know, he's he's you know, whatever. But I think the Browns backup quarterbacks are all pretty good. I think Dobbs is kind of a placeholder, probably has the least upside. And but Thompson Robinson and Mon still, I think, can can show something maybe in the NFL. So ESPN has um Mond three, Thompson Robinson is four on the depth chart. Uh, but uh, in the last preseason game, the most recent preseason game, the Browns did start Dorian Thompson Robinson and had Kellen Mond to play the second half. Uh, Thompson Robinson went 1325, uh, 164 yards, uh, also rushed four times for 18 yards. Um, no touchdowns, no picks though. Mond played the second half 12 24, 126, and one touchdown. And only so they're basically the same, but. Dorian Robinson had, you know, first team snaps then, uh, you know, in the, in the preseason game Uh, for salaries. uh, 
let's see uh watson's at 19.1 million this season uh but it will balloon to 64 million dollars next season mike 64 huh uh dobbs uh is gonna make uh two million this year the salary kellen mond 1.1 million and uh, dorian thompson robinson at 836k And that brings us to our fourth and final team. Uh, I think all four of these teams probably think that they can win the division this year. Uh, the Ravens and Bengals were playoffs last year. The Browns think, well, with Watson healthy, we can be in the playoffs this year. And the Steelers, I think, well, with, with our young starting quarterback Kenny Pickett, he's going to make. He's been making leaps and bounds. Um, uh, he's been growing by leaps and bounds in the off season and started playing what better as the season went on last year. So. Um, you know, he was a first round draft pick, uh, in 2022 from Pitt. He's actually 25 uh, years old now. So he's a fairly old quarterback as well, uh, for a, a, a young player, um, starter from 2018, to 21 in college, he had a breakout senior year at Pitt, 4,319 yards passing 42 touchdowns, only seven interceptions, six foot three, but supposedly, the problem is he has small hands. Maybe he drops the ball. That was a that was a big issue. The idea is that if you have smaller hands, you don't um, you don't uh, hold on to the football uh, as well. Um, he also didn't score very high in the one, like only a seventeen. So, uh, but he was a you know when he was drafted by he, was, he played for Pitt and was drafted by Pittsburgh. So I think uh, both Pitt, both the University of Pittsburgh and the Steelers both play their home games at Heinz. What was once Heinz Field now is called Acrisure Stadium that everybody hates. But um, you know I think he just had to. Did that happen? Two like a year or two ago. Really, I don't know. It was Acrisure Stadium last year, and like all oh. the signs they used to say Heinz Field, and they like now it's like it's like on the highway it's like it's like you can tell that it used to say something else but now it says acrisure because mm. it's stupid and nobody likes whoever acrisure is and <laughs> i don't know why companies want to buy stadium naming rights because especially if it's a popular beloved name of a stadium and you're replacing it all that people do is associate your name with something they don't like right right i guess maybe you can say no publicity bad publicity is better than no publicity but I don't know. Well, there's no such thing as bad publicity, I guess, is another phrase, but Acrisure Stadium, and I don't even know what they do. Something insurance-related. I don't know. It's one of those also things, like, you don't buy. Like, like what is that, what is that profit? You know, how do they make money from it? You know, like, G-E-H-A field, you know. I no, know. I, I don't like any of that. Yeah, it sucks. I think that's one reason why they also wanted to move Kauffman Stadium, is because they want to put a, a naming right, like some sort of corporate name on uh, former Royals, former Kaufman. Yeah, of course they do. Invesco Field at Mile High or whatever it's called now. Yeah, Kaiser Permanente Field at. <laughs> yeah, throw some, I, uh... <laughs> some health insurance. <laughs> yeah, yes, down there, it's terrible. Uh, everybody hates health insurance anyway. So, but. Um, yeah, uh, back to back to Kenny Pickett at Acres yes. Stadium. He was the backup to start uh, last year with Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky as the starter, but he ended up starting twelve games. Did uh, Pickett? He had twenty four hundred yards passing, seven touchdowns, nine interceptions, three rushing touchdowns. Kind of improved as the season went on, though. 
had about a 76.7 passer rating, but he supposedly looks really good in training camp and preseason. So people are very um, high on Kenny Pickett this year, higher than I think people thought they would be uh, coming into the training camp. Um, his backup, he's got, I think, two very capable backup quarterbacks and then a kind of a wild card. Um, his backup quarterback, is probably number one backup is Mitchell Trubisky, who was the starter at the beginning of the year last year, 29 years old. The former number two overall pick by, uh, from North Carolina by the Chicago Bears in 2017. So he was picked over Deshaun Watson and over Patrick Mahomes. He was with the, he started a few years in Chicago, but never quite uh, hand out. He was with the Bills um, in 21 and, uh, and then uh, was with the was with the Steelers last year. Um, he only started one year in college, and that maybe was a was a reason why he didn't like have the NFL success. He didn't have the long term kind of experience and was kind of thrown into the fire and, and didn't couldn't really handle the pressure in Chicago. Uh, but he does have a thirty one and twenty four career record as a starter, zero and two in the playoffs, but two playoff starts, eighty six point four career passer rating, which isn't terrible. Sixty eight touchdowns to forty three interceptions, only two and three of those a starter last season for the Steelers. Uh, Pickett had a winning record because the Steelers ended up finishing, I think nine and eight last year. So it was the Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season as a coach in fifteen or so years as the Steelers head coach. Uh, Trubisky was the second quarterback. Mason Rudolph, also a former starter for the Steelers, is probably number three on the depth chart. He's twenty eight, a twenty eighteen third round pick from Oklahoma State. He had a great, great college career. Um, 4,500 plus passing yards, 35 touchdowns, nine, only nine picks, and 10 more rushing touchdowns as a senior at Oklahoma State. Six foot five, a 28 on the Wonderlick. Um, Trubisky was 25 on the Wonderlick, so they're both quite a bit higher than uh, Pickett. But again, if you, if you don't care for the Wonderlick, maybe, maybe it shows it doesn't matter. Um, uh, he has started 10 career games for the Steelers. He was back up originally to Ben Roethlisberger, but was number three last year. Five, four, and one as a starter. Played most of his games in 2019 when Roethlisberger got hurt. 16 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 80.9 career quarterback rating. He's probably best known, though, for his uh, altercation that he had with uh, Miles Garrett in 2019 when Garrett ripped his helmet off and beat uh, Rudolph with it a, a time or two. Uh, supposedly, Garrett had said that Rudolph said something rude or, or racially derog uh, derogatory toward him, but there hasn't really been any evidence of that. It seems like Garrett probably just snapped and decided to take it out on Mason Rudolph, who probably said something stupid because he's a goober, but uh, probably not nothing uh, too too offensive. Uh, and you, you can say that. <laughs> you could have said anything. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, the fourth quarterback is Tanner Morgan, who's 24, undrafted free agent from Minnesota this year. He started parts of five seasons at Minnesota, injured much of last year. His best year was actually in 2019, so that's been a while, um, when he was second team all Big Ten. 30 of his career, 63 passing touchdowns were in 2019. So uh, one of these things, like these quarterbacks, sometimes they have one really good year, uh, and then they just kind of probably should have declared for the draft, like should have gone out. You know, like George Costanza had trouble going out on a high note with Mr. Kruger famously. And, you know, but maybe with NFL eligibility rules, you can't always go out on a high note in college. It's like Trevor Lawrence would have gone out after his first season, uh, 
he would probably would have been the number one overall pick that year. And and then, yeah. you know, he was forced to stay in, in college for two more seasons and uh, he already knew he was going to be the number one pick. Before yeah. And, and he didn't do as, and his, his team wasn't yeah. quite as good and he didn't yeah. play quite as well, maybe even, but it didn't really matter because he was, he's the, but he was already tabbed as being the number one pick in his draft class, even though it was from work done two full years before. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, how, what do the salaries look like for the Steelers? That uh, might clear some things up. It's it's this is one of the um, little bit backwards ones, just because the uh, you know rookie quarterback sort of surpassed his who was planning on being the starter anyway. So uh, Trubisky is actually the highest paid quarterback at six million dollars this season. Uh, Kenny Pickett second, three point two million. Uh, Mason Rudolph, even though he's had quite a bit of experience in the NFL, nine hundred forty k for this year. And uh, Tanner Morgan, 758K for this season. Um, they did, uh, Pittsburgh did play all four quarterbacks in the most recent uh, preseason game. Uh, Pickett was three of four, 43 yards and a touchdown. And what I assume was his one drive. Uh, Trubisky, 10 of 13, 78 yards, also a touchdown. He did take a very long sack, 17 yard loss sack. Though. Looks like Rudolph played all right. Tanner Morgan did not really do anything. Yeah, I think Morgan at best is the practice squad number four guy. And I would I would say probably, especially with the new quarterback rules, uh, Pittsburgh's going to keep the top three and just maybe, depending on who's hot or who seems like they're maybe, you know, I guess probably Trubisky to start as the backup, and but then maybe Rudolph could also come in at some point. So, yeah. But hope, the idea would be hopefully Pickett stays healthy and we'll just keep Pickett and roll with him. As a nice transition for us, Pittsburgh happened to actually play our next team uh, in the most recent preseason game, so Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, I don't even have to change pages to see what what the Buffalo quarterbacks did. Uh, Yeah, Pittsburgh's offense played really well in the preseason, so that's why they're really optimistic about what what Pickett is doing. Uh, The Bills, we know their offense is pretty good, and that's because they have Josh Allen as their starting quarterback. He's 27 years old. A 2018 first round pick by Buffalo, the seventh overall pick that year. That was the same year that uh, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, and Omar Jackson were the other uh, first round quarterback picks that year. Probably Allen has had the most success along with maybe you could say uh, Lamar Jackson, but probably Allen, I think, is seen as the long term best of those group especially with with uh jackson's recent injury history although alan had a few injury problems last year with his elbow we'll see how that ends up helping but um josh allen uh was drafted out of wyoming he actually started at reedley community college near fresno um not that far from uh folsom maybe folsom's a sacramento suburb uh fresno uh, did you know Josh Allen grew up on a cotton farm mm. west of Fresno? He wanted to go to Fresno State, but he was turned down twice by Fresno State, which was stupid, obviously. Uh, he tried to get in after high school, and then he had a good season at community college, and then they they rejected him again uh, when he... Like, Just for admission or for, like, onto the football team? To play on the football team. No. So he went to Wyoming and um, uh, and had 44 touchdowns, 21 interceptions, 12 rushing touchdowns in two seasons. So not huge stats at Wyoming, but he was seen as a projectable talent, a little bit like Anthony Richardson, I think. Um, only a 56 completion rate, 
in college, but he's six foot five. He had a 37 on his one look. I don't know what Anthony Richardson got because they don't have the one look anymore. But uh, so it seems like Allen is a quick study and was able to pick up on things. 52 and 24 as a starter, 138 touchdowns, 60 interceptions in his career, a 92.5, 92.2 rating over five years as a starter. But in his first couple of years, he really kind of struggled. And uh, in his last year, three years, he's been pretty good. Um, 762 rushing yards last year, seven touchdowns, 35 touchdowns, passing, 14 interceptions, kind of a high number for him recently, but maybe some of that was due to his elbow injury that he suffered kind of in the middle of the year, but he's really one of the top quarterbacks, even if the Buffalo Bills kind of faltered down the stretch in the playoffs and in then in, in the, in the, at the end of the regular season. But I think some of that could have just been because Allen was not 100% healthy, but hopefully he's back uh and his elbow was feeling fine but it seemed like he may have had like a almost like a tommy john kind of injury he's ulnar collateral ligament might have been sprained or torn or something which is an injury he had already had i think which in college or yeah he had that at some point yeah 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 so but it didn't have surgery i guess and so i guess it was okay um so josh allen uh is the starter his backup is also an Allen, uh, Kyle Allen, who's also 27, two months older than Josh. So hmm. uh, I don't think they can be siblings unless there's something weird going on. But uh, uh, Kyle the, the Allen. Very long delivery. <laughs> well, I guess they could have the same father and two different mothers. <laughs> and oh, his father would no, have a lot sure. of ex- He would have a lot no. of explaining to do. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, Kyle Allen grew up. I don't know where he grew up. He went to A and M, and and then University of Houston, so probably Texas somewhere. So um, he started out in the NFL uh, with Carolina in 2018 as an undrafted free agent. Um, he actually had pretty good success at A and M, but then transferred to Houston, where he only played three games as a starter because he didn't get along with like the coaching staff and stuff there. So he ended up declaring for the NFL draft after playing only three games, then didn't get drafted at all when he transferred to East. So he actually transferred to a much worse situation in college, but he did manage to uh, um, become a uh, starting quarterback in Carolina a little bit. Um, He's, uh, when 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 Cam Newton went down, uh, he's seven and twelve as a starter, uh, twenty six touchdowns, twenty one interceptions, eighty two point two rating. He also started two games for uh, the Houston Texans last year. He started with Carolina. He played for Washington a little bit, and then he played for the Houston Texans. This is his first season with Buffalo, so um, he's it looks like probably the number two quarterback ahead of Matt Barkley, Mater Day alum. Uh, from uh, Los Angeles, California. He'll be 33 in September. He's been around a long time, but it's very, very little um, experience as a starter. Fourth round pick originally from USC by Philadelphia, a journeyman. He went to, he was started out in Philly, then went to Arizona, then to Chicago, then to San Francisco, back to Arizona, to Cincinnati, Buffalo, Tennessee, Carolina, Atlanta, and now Buffalo again um, since 2022. A four-year starter at USC following Mark Sanchez, but um, like Mark San- Mark Sanchez had a little bit more NFL success uh, leading the uh, Jets to a couple of AFC title games, but 
he didn't last very long. A lot of those USC, USC quarterbacks haven't done so well in the uh, in the um, NFL, at least not since maybe Carson Palmer, Matt Lawrence, Matt Leinart didn't do so well. Neither did his Matt Castle. I don't know. Eh, he didn't do so well. Either. He was the backup most of the time. So, but anyway, um, Matt Barkley, only seven career starts in those eleven NFL seasons or ten NFL seasons. Two and five record, eleven touchdowns, twenty-two picks. Most of those starts and the stats were with Chicago in 2016. Um, he did win one game for Buffalo in 2018 uh, when Josh Allen was hurt. So he's back with Buffalo now. So maybe he can also replace Allen if needed. Or another Allen if needed. It seems like he would have to replace Allen and Allen. Allen, Allen and Allen or maybe more than one Allen, yes. Yeah. yeah, as you said, where's Brandon Allen? He could be... Uh, on that depth chart as yeah. well. I think Brandon Allen is currently unsigned. If I'm <laughs> oh wait, no, he's no, no, he's in San Francisco. He's the fourth yeah. quarterback in San Francisco. He's probably gonna be the odd man out. Yeah. So maybe maybe he'll become available and well, possibly Matt Barkley may have played himself off of the roster after the last game. So who what did what did what Barkley do in the last game? Uh, so yes, um, Josh Allen started. I I particularly like this because I think it's because I find it amusing at least anyway. Uh, Josh Allen started uh the game. He had led the team on three possessions, all ended in punts. Uh, Matt Barkley took over. Uh, played the next four possessions. Interception, 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 fumble. Oh, as <laughs> that not a great first half plus the first possession of the second half uh buffalo is down 27 nothing they handed it over to uh, kyle allen kyle allen went 12 of 1512 yards and a touchdown uh and they ended up scoring four, 15 points in the fourth quarter uh just to lose you know 27 and i think they did so. make the over with those 15 points yes 42 yes. the over under was like 40 and a half or 41 right. yeah so Kyle Allen was the over savior for that game. Yes. And Kyle Allen, so we mentioned Brandon Allen. uh, He was in San Francisco. He also had a younger brother, Austin Allen. Both of them started for the Razorbacks, Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, Austin Allen was actually briefly on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers practice squad in 2018. So there are two potential recent Allens. Other other Allens. Remaining Allen Allen would be 20 is 29 right now. He's also played for the Memphis Express and the Salt Lake Stallions of the AAF. But um, I don't know what Austin Allen's doing. Perhaps. But maybe maybe Matt Barkley's middle name is is also Allen? <laughs> yes. No, it is Montgomery. Maybe former Chiefs and Raiders running back Marcus Allen could. Uh, oh. um, uh, for, uh, for, for salaries for Buffalo... Um, Josh Allen's 18.6 million this year. His salary balloons to 47 million next season, almost nearly a 3x uh increase in salary. Uh, Kyle Allen's gonna make 1.1 million this season, Matt Barkley, 1 million. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'd go Allen, Allen, and Barkley in that order. Jay, Alph- yeah, alphabetically, I guess it would be alphabetically by last name and first name because. Uh, Alan, comma Josh first. Alan, comma Kyle, and then Barkley. Maybe even L, an L, like a Logan Allen or a. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> Just like I have J.K.L. Allen's. 
Yeah. Yeah. Something I guess that's why they don't have Brandon now, because he would be first alphabetically and therefore would have to start. It would throw the whole system <laughs> off. Or Austin Allen would be even ahead. Oh, oh Marcus Allen would be okay in there. He'd, he'd yeah, that would good. work. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Approved. <laughs> it's, I like, yeah, we're, it's, it's that time of day. It's 3 30 in the morning. It's 3 30 in the morning here in the Eastern. Uh, uh, in the eastern office of the morning trek power hour 2 30 in the western office but we're all moving on to miami yep miami dolphins probably are looking to maybe to challenge buffalo for first place they were a playoff team last year uh out of the afc north uh they're starting quarterback this year and and perhaps for many years to come, if, if he can stay healthy, is Tua Tagovailoa. Do you know what Tua is short for? Do you know what his name is? I don't. It's Tuanigamanu Olapoa. Of course. Tuanigamanu Olapoa. That's that is what I was going to guess, Mike. Do you know what his middle name is? And he should go by this. His middle name is Donny. D O N N Y. So he should go like Donnie Tagovailoa because that would be a lot easier. But I guess two is easier enough. But Tuanigamanuolapola. Wow. That's you know, he's obviously he's Hawaiian. If you uh, weren't sure, yeah. Um, I yeah, he was just 20, first round pick, fifth overall from Alabama. So he was picked after Joe Burrow, before Justin Herbert. Uh, that was the year Miami uh, under. Um, uh, you know that that year was trying to tank games with Brian Flores as the coach, and he, and supposedly the owner offered Flores money to lose more money to lose, and Flores got in trouble because he didn't want to do it, and that was the tank. That was the so-called tank for Tua season. Tank for Tua. It ended up Burrow ended up being the better quarterback, at least draft a higher drafted quarterback, but uh, the, the Dolphins got Tua anyway. Yeah, they failed to tank hard enough to get the number one pick, but they still got they yeah they tank for Tua. It worked yeah. out fine. Yeah, they replaced so Tua uh, had replaced Jalen Hurts as the starter in Alabama and caused Hurts to transfer to Oklahoma. Uh, Tua also won the Heisman in 2018. He was injured in 2019. Uh, in the se- uh, he had a good season, but he was injured at the end of the 2019 season. Uh, but then went to well, fifth overall anyway. Uh, but he's been injured quite a bit in the NFL as well. Only a 13 on the one to look a little bit like uh, same as Lamar Jackson, so not very tall, but very high, but he had a tremendous record uh, in Alabama, 87 touchdowns, so only 11 interceptions there. He's had a 21 and three, 21 and 13 record as a starter in the NFL, 52 touchdowns, 23 interceptions. Last year was his best season by far, 105.5 quarterback rating. That was actually the highest in the NFL, higher, a little bit like a microscopically higher than Mahomes's. I think it was 105.4. Um, or 0.3, uh, 25 touchdowns, eight interceptions, but only played 13 games, 3,548 yards passing um, because of his concussion and other injury issues that he suffered last year. So the question is, can he stay healthy? Um, another interesting fact about Tua is he's the league's only left-handed passing quarterback, but he's actually right-handed in everything else. He only throws the football left-handed. Hmm. His father wanted him to be a lefty and uh but um so i guess he, he decided to throw the football left-handed but he is right-handed everything else hmm. 
So I bet he could probably do a right-handed pass better than Mahomes can do a left-handed pass. You would think, right? Because Mahomes has done a left-handed pass in the game. So you think Mahomes? You think Tula will do some right-handed passes? Yeah, but is Mahomes' completion percentage left-handed higher than Tua's right-handed completion percentage thus far in their careers? I don't know what if Tua's thrown any. So yeah, it's, a, it's a, well, it depends on how you divide by zero. What, what if you think it's <laughs> high or low? Then it's, in, it's just undefined. So we can't we can't say if it's higher or lower. Well, he was going to have a completion percentage. If He's he had, had more completions it. probably left-handed than Tua has had right-handed. Yeah. Say, but um, yeah, so Tua is going to be the starter. Can he stay healthy? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Some people were saying he probably should, they, they were actually encouraging him to maybe step away from football because of his um, brain health because he had two pretty bad concussions, it seemed like, last year. And he missed several games. And looked really bad on the field when that happened. Kind of a, scary, a lot of scary situations when he had. Those. Well, he had that pretty serious hip injury too that I don't think is going to ever yeah. go away. So yeah, he had that hip injury in, in, in Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah, a little like what Bo Jackson had, I think, when he. Yeah. Uh, was injured. Uh, when he was playing for the Raiders, but. Um. So that's to a. His back, probably his new backup quarterback this year, uh, it was Teddy Bridgewater last year. Um, this year, it is probably going to be Mike White as the number two quarterback, 28 years old, 2018 fifth-round pick by Dallas. Um, he uh, was drafted out of Western Kentucky, same school that uh, Bailey Zappi was drafted out of. And like Bailey Zappi, he started out at a different school. He started out at University of South Florida. Um 63 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, 8,500 yards passing in two seasons at Western Kentucky. That sounds impressive until we get to Bailey Zappi, uh, whose uh, Western Kentucky season is is, is one of the uh, great ones in history in college football. He was with the Jets for four years, 2019 through 22. Uh, six foot five, so big guy. Um, he started seven games in 21 and 22 in in place of the injured Zach Wilson, who we'll mention again in a, in a little bit when we talk about the Jets. Um, 75.4 rating, eight touchdowns, 12 interceptions. He throws, though, it seems like for lots of yards when he plays. He's kind of a big hit in this quarterback. So he's either really, really on and will throw 350 yards and four touchdowns, or he's like, you know, no touchdowns and three interceptions. So he's kind of a hit and miss quarterback. A little bit um, maybe uh, like... I'm blanking on his name. Um, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah. was, was kind of a hit and miss uh, quarterback. So he reminds me a little bit of him without the big beard that uh, Fitzpatrick sported. Yeah, but, uh, Fitzpatrick also played for the Dolphins. He played for the Bills. He played for uh, a lot of uh, NFL teams. But um, anyway, that, he reminds me a little bit of Fitzy. And... Uh, uh, third quarterback. So that's that's so. Uh, Mike White also is currently in concussion protocol. So he had an issue. So maybe he might not be the second quarterback uh, on the depth chart, depending on when the season, uh, how he does when the season starts. So um, Mike McDaniel's team as uh, quarterbacks are are having some uh, issues, but hopefully White's 
uh, isn't very serious. But uh, the third quarterback, probably on the depth chart, maybe second right now um, because of that, is Skylar Thompson, uh, 26-year-old, former seventh-round pick in 2022 from Kansas State. He went to he went to Fort Osage High School. Uh, who is the most famous athlete from Fort Osage High School? Mm. He did not play football. It was, a, it was a baseball player, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. Uh, did he also play at uh, Maple Woods? Yes, he did. Yeah. So it's uh, uh, Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols. Yeah, we're we're having trouble remembering names at this point. Yes. In the evening, but yeah, Albert Pujols. Um, but yes, yeah, Scarlett Thompson, maybe the second most famous Florida uh, Sage athlete. Florida Sage is way out in the middle of nowhere. It's like in rural Jackson, northern Jackson County, east of Independence. And all, like, it would have been a dresser win situation here with the uh, rural eastern Jackson County. <laughs> one of the better... <laughs> one of the better quarterbacks to come from that part of Independence yes. over the last few years. Um, right. <laughs> Not even Thompson, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he played four years uh uh at Kansas State. He was always okay, but he was hurt a lot. He never passed for more than 12 touchdowns in a season at K-State. He had 42 touchdowns total, 16 interceptions, but he did have 26 rushing touchdowns in his K-State career. Um he was pro- developed maybe as a project, but you know, he's already 26 and he's only a draft pick last year so he's fairly old um he started two regular season games and uh a playoff game last year for the dolphins almost even though his stats weren't very good almost helped miami claw to a road playoff win in buffalo because buffalo really tanked kind of at the end of the season uh they didn't well once hamlin got hurt uh, they were kind of mm-hmm. they weren't the same team i think and Allen was kind of worse as the season went on because of his elbow. So it kind of those those two things together, I think, hurt uh, Buffalo. They managed to get the one first playoff victory, but against um, uh, the Dolphins, but then uh, lost badly to the Bengals in the divisional round. But uh, Skyler Thompson did did start that playoff game. Uh, and he started two regular season games because Tua and Bridgewater were hurt. He proved probably that he is not ready for prime time yet, so that's why we bring in Mike White uh, to be the primary backup in Miami. So I think that's a, probably a good move. Um, I don't know if White is the, is the perfect person uh, to bring in, but at least there's, a, I think, someone with more experience, maybe divisional experience as well. Um, the fourth quarterback is James Blackman, uh, 24 years old, undrafted free agent this year from Arkansas State. He started at Florida State, six foot five. He was the 2017 Independence Bowl MVP. Ooh. Back for Florida State. So that's a long time ago, 2017. That's six years ago. So he was he's been around a while. Played across six years in college, 15 and 29 as a starter. Uh, 65 touchdowns, 33 interceptions over his many years in college. He was waived actually by the Dolphins on August 7th, but re-signed on August 21st. So he is on the roster again. Practice, you know, probably certain practice squad guy. Well, it's probably White's concussion. Yeah, that could be too. That's why he's brought back. Yeah. It looks like that happened in the game, uh, most recent preseason game. 
It's like it looks like Mike White came in like mid possession for some reason. I'm not sure. Uh, and then just had like a couple of plays, and then he was sacked. Uh, and then they and then Skylar Thompson came back in. Hmm. So I'm not sure why he came in mid possession. And then had to come back out, I guess. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't. It doesn't matter. But it's the preseason. It doesn't make sense all the time. Yeah. But how's Miami's uh, salary situation? Uh, so uh, Tua is another one of the uh, players whose uh, salaries will escalate for next season. Uh, he is the tenth highest paid AFC QB at nine point six million for this year. Uh, next year he's going to go up to twenty three point one million. Uh, Mike White is going to make two point eight million this season. Skylar Thompson eight ninety k and James Blackman seven fifty k for this season. And it, so yeah, it looks like uh, in the most recent preseason game that uh, Tua had, uh, he was five of seven for sixty one yards. Uh, did throw an interception on the first possession. Uh, didn't hurt the team though because uh, Houston wasn't able to score anyway, so it didn't matter. Uh, Skylar Thompson played essentially the remainder of the game. He was 15 to 22, 157 yards, three touchdowns. So maybe he is more ready now than he was last season, perhaps. Yeah, well, he's got a year of experience under his belt. Um, yeah, yeah, playoff game. Playoff experience. Yeah, he's started one more playoff game than uh, New England Patriots starter. And your, and your favorite player. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, of the of the players that are not, you know, like, well, I I don't like Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson has he's my least favorite player probably, but he's probably number three, my least favorite quarterback, Michael McCorkle Jones, because I don't still think he's very good, and he has a very strong pedigree, but he's playing at Alabama, and I think anybody can step in and play well in Alabama, but um, he Michael McCorkle Mac Jones. He'll be 25 in September. He was the 15th overall pick in 2021 from Alabama. He had replaced Tua as the starter there. A very strong season in the COVID year of 2020. 41 touchdowns, four interceptions, 4,500 yards passing. No mobility, though, really. Six foot three. Some people thought he'd be drafted by the 49ers that season, but they actually traded up and took Trey Lance instead. And Maybe the 49ers actually regretting that they took Lance and maybe should have just waited for Jones. Although Jones, you know, I don't know if he's any better than what uh, certainly what Brock Purdy has has been. So, I, you know, I just I don't think of, you know, I think you can find quarterbacks like Jones later in the draft because I think he just he just went to Alabama and that's why we think he's a really good player. Um, but he was fifth quarterback taken in 2021 in that draft class. After Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, number one, uh, Zach Wilson, number two overall, Trey Lance, number three, and then Justin Fields, I think, went number 11. Uh, he's in 16 and 15 as a starter. He took a big step back last year. A lot of people blame Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, who were the co-offensive coordinators brought in by Bill Belichick. Um, Patricia and Judge don't have a lot of experience on the offensive side of things. Patricia is mostly defense and Judge has been mostly special teams, but both of them are former NFL head coaches and probably know how an offense works. I think that was, a, I don't know if that was really the problem, but um, he th uh, threw for just under 3,000 yards last year, 14 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. But is he just Bailey Zappi with a better pedigree? 
there's no Wonderlic score available for um, a Corkle, but he is also supposedly two inches taller than Zappy. If you look at, I, but when I look at them, I don't, I didn't notice that one was two inches taller than the other. But supposedly, um, Jones is six three and Zappy is six one. But I don't, um, don't believe it. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm skeptical about Mac Jones. I am on the Bailey Zappy, even though I think Bailey Zappy has a terrible name. I am on the Bailey Zappy bandwagon as the uh, as far as far as the New England Patriots are concerned. He's twenty four. You're younger than uh, Mac. Uh, fourth round pick in twenty twenty two from Western Kentucky. He had started at Houston Baptist, a very small school. Uh, but then when he went to Western Kentucky as a graduate transfer. He threw for 5,967 yards, 62 touchdowns. Both of those numbers were slightly higher than Joe Burrow's record season at LSU. Um, and ele- 11 interceptions at Western Kentucky. A 35 on the Wendelik, so pretty high. He started two games and played in four last year. He uh, went in when Jones was out and Hoyer was hurt. 2-0 record as a starter. He also won a game uh, coming back against the Green Bay Packers in overtime uh, that season. Five touchdowns, three interceptions, 100.9 quarterback rating, 781 yards passing, a better season than Michael McCorkle Jones had uh, if you expand it out. But right, everybody, but but Jones is the cemented starter, it seems like, especially under Bill O'Brien's offensive regime. Uh, but if I think the best thing that could happen to the Patriots is if Jones is unable to play and and and, and Zappy steps in. I think it's a. I don't think I'm not going to call Zappy uh, Tom Brady and uh, Jones uh, Drew Bledsoe because I think Drew Bledsoe is a much better quarterback than Mac Jones uh, will <laughs> ever be. Uh, just as Bailey Zappy is much better than Tom uh, is not as going to be nearly as good as Tom Brady, but I think it's a, maybe a similar situation. I don't know. I don't. It, maybe I'm just too uh, anti Mac Jones to see see clearly, but I think Zappy's just as good. I think you can find a game manager anywhere, and Zappy's going to be cheaper and just as good. Um, I do think, but I do think Zappy and probably McCor- McCorkle as well are a step above Trace McSorley. However, um, who's the third quarterback? 27 years old, sixth round pick in 2019 from Penn State uh, by the Baltimore Ravens. He was with the Ravens through 21, the Cardinals for two seasons. Now in New England for uh, 2023, solid career at Penn State, a little bit like Sean Clifford, um, who replaced him as the starter. Uh, He dropped off a bit in 2018 as a senior, but he did have more rushing touchdowns and yards as a senior. 31-9 and um, record as a college starter, 31 on the Wonderlick, so pretty good. Uh, six feet tall, so sh- on the shorter side, a little like another about an inch so shorter than Zappy. Only nine appearances and one start in his NFL career. Um, that was an uh, overtime loss to Tampa Bay last year when Murray and McCo- and uh, um, Colt McCoy were uh, not Colt McCoy. Um, was it Colt McCoy? Who's the who's the, who's Arizona's backup last year? Alvin Gordon is. I don't know. I, I something was trying to play over here for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Did you hear that or? No, I don't know. I'm not sure who was the backup last year. Yeah, it was Colt McCoy. It was Colt McCoy. I was okay. Thinking, yeah, I was thinking something. Yeah, it was Colt McCoy. Yeah, when when um 
Murray Colt McCoy route. But then he was benched in favor of David Blau in week 17 for some reason. I don't know why, but that was a sinking ship, I guess. And they wanted to put Blau in instead of McSorley. But I don't think, I think Blau was brought in more recently. I think he was seen as a better quarterback than McSorley. So, but he was brought in as the kind of stopgap emergency. But McSorley, probably third quarterback, unless he's supplanted by number four, uh, Malik Cunningham, who will be 25 in October. So, Zappy is actually the youngest of the four Patriots quarterbacks. Under undrafted uh, free agent 2023 from Louisville. Four-year starter was Malik Cunningham. I guess he replaced um Lamar Jackson as the starting quarterback. Very good uh from 2019 to 21, less good in 22. Uh he's just under six feet tall. 70 touchdowns, 29 interceptions at Louisville, but he had 50 rushing touchdowns and rushed for over 1,000 yards in 2021. So uh, kind of a player in the mold of Lamar Jackson, if not maybe as talented as Lamar was. But um, his name is Mikhail Malik Cunningham, M-I-C-A-L-E. And he went by Mikhail for a while. He started out as Malik Cunningham, then he went by Mikhail Cunningham. So now he's Malik Cunningham again. So it's possible he'll be Mikhail Cunningham next season. So keep an eye out for that. If he, but he's probably a practice squad candidate. Do you think the Patriots keep three quarterbacks? Do you think you would keep Mac Jones, Zappy, and McSorley? So you have two mix. You have, you have some. You have some uh, bad names in, in the in the Patriots quarterback room. Yeah. I mean Zappy's the most fun name, at least anyway. As the as a, the the Bailey part is what's annoying though. I think right is that, mm-hmm. is that yeah. You can't really choose the last name. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of an economical uh, quarterback group, though. Not super expensive. Mac Jones, four point three million this year. Bailey Zappi, one point zero million. Trace McSorley, nine forty k. Malik Cunningham, seven hundred sixty k. Just the one and two quarterbacks played though in the pre most recent preseason game, which is a little different from basically every other team. Has been yeah. Playing. Uh, it looks like Mac Jones started uh, six of nine, 52 yards. Uh, only had, I think, one scoring drive, though. Uh, Zappy played most of the game, like two thirds of the game. It was 10 of 22, 117 yards, and a touchdown. Also rushed for a touchdown uh, in their win over the team that you're most interested to see how they do, Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I'm. I, I, uh, the Green Bay Packers quarterback situation doesn't make any sense to me, but uh, I think the Patriots, yeah, I think if you're going to spend zero dollars on your quarterbacks, I think the way the Patriots are doing is pretty good, trying to at least find some younger guys who might be serviceable and maybe a, a project or two. And, and I think, yeah, as like I said, I think Zappy and Jones are pretty much interchangeable. I don't. Yeah. Maybe Jones will wow me, and I'll, and I'll be, um, I'll be proven wrong. But I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I, yeah, I'm a, I'm in the zappy camp. Um, what is the final? The final stop. Final stop for the New York Jets going to the. Uh, for, yeah. So talk about Green Bay and their square situation that was made the way it was because of the departure of. Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets 
Um, Rogers now is 39 years old. He was a first round pick, number 24 overall. He kind of slipped in that draft. Um, they were he was thought maybe he could be the number one overall pick, but Alex Smith was taken by the San Francisco 49ers instead of uh Aaron Rodgers. Turns out to be probably not a good decision. Smith was an okay quarterback, but uh Rodgers has been an all-time great. Um, and also Rodgers was from uh Berkeley, uh, so he would have just been across the bay. But he was Rodgers was a th- uh 2005 first round pick, but he didn't really play very much his first couple of years because he was sitting behind Brett Favre. Um, uh, he has been a four-time NFL MVP, 2011, 2014, 20, and 21, uh, back-to-back years, just two years ago. Uh, Super Bowl winner in 2010, but only one Super Bowl appearance, that lone win in 2010. So he's has 147, 75, and one record as a starter in 15 seasons, 103.6 career quarterback rating, also very, very high, one of the highest of all time. Um, it was the highest of all time, actually, until Mahomes uh, passed him uh, at, when he had enough uh, stats, uh, to, enough career stats to qualify for a, a career uh, rating. But uh, he is third all time in the quarterback Hall of Fame monitor that we mentioned before. He has 192.43. Mahomes is 86. So he's really dwarfed Mahomes because of his lengthy career. Um, he's third all time behind Manning and Tom Brady. Brett Favre is number four, by the way. Um, uh, Rodgers has also thrown for 475 career touchdowns, only 105 career interceptions. It's very, uh, uh, very different from his predecessor, uh, Brett Favre. Do you know what Brett Favre's middle name is? No. Lorenzo. It's Brett Lorenzo. Obviously. As you know, I had no idea. That was something I just learned when I was Googling Brett Favre's stats. Hmm. Brett, I was looking at how many. So Brett Favre has thrown 508 touched through 508 touchdowns in his career. So Rodgers could match the 508 touchdowns in his career in his career this year. If he throws 33 touchdowns this year for the Jets, which is certainly possible. How many interceptions would Rodgers have to uh throw this year? to match Brett Favre's interceptions number. A lot. He would have to throw 231 interceptions this season to to uh, match. So Favre threw for 336 career interceptions, 508 touchdowns. But uh, but uh, Rodgers, 475 to 105. So very impressive ratio. Last year, though, he was a little more Favre-like. He was 26 touchdowns, only 12 and 12 picks. Um, he was, and the previous two years he threw for 85 touchdowns and only nine interceptions. Those two years combined, so he uh, was a little bit more far of like last year. Is but, that is that the uh, record for interceptions in a career? It should be if it's not. <laughs> He's the Cy Young of uh, quarterbacks, basically Brett Favre. Because oh, it is by a lot. Yeah, Cy Young. I think than George Blanda <laughs> for that's number two. That's that's how crazy. many how many picks did George Blanda have? Two two seventy seven. It's a little yeah. It reminds me of the Cy Young um, pitching record for a while. Cy yeah, threw for he had the yeah he was five eleven and three hundred and fifteen in his career, so he had the most wins. But he also five hundred eleven, which was by far the most wins. But he also had three hundred fifteen losses. So that's he was way more than anybody else, right? Yeah. So yeah, he just threw so many. Yeah. Not be war. Uh, 
baseball war Cy Young was worth in his career, according to baseball reference. I can pull it up. It's insane. Do they do they did they have war back then though? They calculated it somehow. Oh jeez. <laughs> 165.6 war yeah. two seasons. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's impressive. <laughs> I guess because they pitched so many games, they could rack up a lot of counting stat war. Yeah. Because they're pitching 60 games a year or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right. I wonder how many war Olhas Radburn won in his uh got in his yeah. Um... But Elite, you know, is the league leader in wins, losses. Uh, game started complete games, <laughs> but his game started eight fifteen to his complete game seven forty nine for Cy Young. <laughs> so he only didn't finish like sixty sixty six games. <laughs> Seventy three hundred innings. He's given up more hits than anybody else has ever given up. Given up more runs than anybody's ever given up. He's faced. He faced almost 30,000 batters in his career. Wow. Crazy. All right. But anyway, we need to finish. Old, old, we're talking, we'll go back to old Haas Radberg. He was 60. He had 60 wins in the 1884 season, 16 yes. and 12, with a 1.38 ERA. He was worth 19.2 war that year, which is actually not that many compared to what you might think. But Didn't lead the league. Yeah. He didn't lead the league. Yeah, somebody else led the league that year in 1884. <laughs> he won the he led the league the previous year with 13.1. So maybe um 678 innings that year, Mike. <laughs> yeah, Cy Young didn't throw him for more than 450 innings a year. So yeah, he really 678 innings is like <laughs> three plus seasons now for yeah. <laughs> Old Haas. Well, I think Brett Favre is the closest that we have to Old Haas or Cy Young, but Aaron Rodgers is more like uh, Sandy Koufax or uh, maybe somebody like that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers already outlived Old Haas Radborn, though, so the Old Haas nickname, he's not... Well, he lived... Well, Old Haas lived about as long as a horse, I guess, an Old Haas. Oh, Old Haas was 42. Oh, 42. Yeah. Yeah. 42. Horses usually live only about 30 to 40 years so hmm. if he was actually a real horse uh, he had a long life um but anyway Brett Far- back to uh so Brett Far- back to uh, Aaron Rodgers you know he was um you only but he, he is he Patrick Mahomes has as many playoff wins however as Aaron Rodgers uh Aaron Rodgers is 11 and 10 in the playoffs he's lost some games where probably the Green Bay Packers should have won but maybe he hasn't gotten a lot of help He's played pretty well in the playoffs, 100.1 career playoff rating. So not ter- not so really good, not as good as his regular season. Uh, Mahomes' playoff rating is a little higher than his regular season, so he kind of lifts it up, but it's still small sample size. 35 in the one to look for Rodgers, so a smart guy, even though he was kind of thinks he's smarter than everybody else in the room when it comes to a lot of things. So, you know, he gets misinformed and claims he's immunized when he's not vaccinated and the question is you know can he thrive in new york will he be if he has some struggles you know the new york media fans will be all over him in a way that the green bay local media would not have been and Mm -hmm. so you know i think of rogers as being kind of prickly and thin-skinned will he adapt to life in new york especially if things aren't going well and that's the problem that was the problem with 
uh, the young quarterbacks that the Jets have brought in recently. It happened with Stan Darnold. It also happened with Zach Wilson, who was the number two overall pick in 2021, just two years ago. He's only 24. He's from BYU. Uh, had a big 2020 uh, senior year at BYU. 33 touchdowns, three interceptions, 3,700 yards, 10 more rushing touchdowns. Completed almost 75% of his passes, um, but he's only been an 8-14 and 14 start in the NFL. He was actually 5-4 and four last year as a starter, but hasn't really done any better than Darnold did previously, who was run out of town after a couple of years. 15 touchdowns in his career, 18 interceptions, 4,000 yards, 70.9 passer rating over his two years, so not so good. He was struggled. He got injured. At one point, he was actually the third-string quarterback in New York last year behind Mike White and Joe Flacco. He was also replaced by Chris Streveler, uh, or Strevel, uh, the current free agent, uh, but he came in in the game to replace Zach Wilson. And, and so Wilson is definitely the number two quarterback. Rodgers has said that, well, when Rodgers leaves after a few years, Wilson will be the quarterback in New York for years to come and maybe just needs a little time sitting out and observing, just like uh, Rodgers did with uh, Brett Favre uh, on the on uh, as a starter, and maybe what Jordan Love is doing with what Aaron Rodgers did, right? I don't know. That's the theory. But I think we know that Wilson has the capability of being maybe a solid quarterback because he was in college. I do not think that the third quarterback for the New York Jets has the capability of being a good NFL player because he has not been a good NFL player or college player really. Um, you know, better than whatever I could do, of course, but like not what it seems strange that he was that 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 he has been able to stick around the NFL for so long. This is Tim Boyle. He'll be 29 in October. He was an undrafted free agent in 2018. He played at UConn and then at Eastern Kentucky. Um, he uh, was with Green Bay from 18, uh, 2018 to 2020. So he was a back one of the backups. Um basically practice squad guy uh, while Rodgers was there. It was the Detroit in 21 and 22 with the Bears for a little bit in 2022. Now in the now for the Jets, he had horrible, horrible college stats. He had in, in um, uh, at UConn, he played parts of three seasons. He threw one touchdown and 13 interceptions. And then he went to Eastern Kentucky where he th- had his best year where he threw 11 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. Uh, so he also has started three games in the NFL for Detroit two years ago when uh, Jared Goff was hurt. 0-3 record, three touchdowns, eight interceptions, 54.5 career passer rating. So he's not thrown for more touchdowns than interceptions in any season, probably since high school, uh, but he is an NFL uh, quarterback somehow, Mr. Timbo. I think he has dirt on somebody. I don't know. Uh, or maybe he's like the world's funniest, nicest guy. He really uh, communicates well or something. But he did go to the same high school as Will Levis. He was five years ahead. Uh, uh, Will Levis was class of 2018. Uh, Timbo, class of 2013. That's Xavier High School in Middletown, Connecticut. But that's Tim Boyle, the number three quarterback. So if I were the Jets, I think I would feel pretty good about my number one quarterback, especially, and maybe even about my backup because he has the potential. But number three, uh, I'm not sure about Timmy Boyle. But that's uh, that wraps up uh, 
my analysis. Do you have any? Do you have any uh, comments on the Jets situation? What is their What is their salary? Yeah, uh, salary wise, it's it's by far the weirdest of the teams. Uh, most expensive backup quarterback by I think quite a lot. Zach Williams. Uh, Zach Wilson's going to make nine point six million this season, with making the eleventh highest paid AFC quarterback. Actually, just ahead of Aaron Rodgers after the weird restructure. Uh, that they had done with his contract is like 8.9 million for this season. Uh, it will ramp to 17 million for next year before it ramps uh, like three times that for the, uh, you know. Two yeah, seasons. he signed an extension for like 150 million, but he's kind of prorated it and pushed it back. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think he was make, uh, make a little more cap room for yeah the first time in his career. I think too. I think this, he hasn't. I don't think he'd restructured. Uh, when he was in Green Bay, so it's, I'm sure they're not so happy with that. Hearing about well, that. yeah, he did that because he, I think, really is upset about the way he left Green Bay, and probably he might not have even wanted to do it in New York, but he probably wanted to irritate Green Bay more than he <laughs> wanted to help himself. So. Very well, could be. Uh, the Jets did in their uh, most recent preseason game. Uh, did they did start Zach Wilson, which is not surprising at all. Uh, and Tim Boyle played the second half. Uh, they did not play well at all. Uh, Zach Wilson, nine of 13, 70 yards, which is all right. Uh, they only managed to get uh, a couple of field goals, I think. Yeah, it looks like. Um, uh, Boyle, though, uh, 13 to 24, 106 yards in one interception, uh, in a scoreless second half, though. So they uh, lost to Tampa. 13 to six in the game, which is probably not a great sign. Well, under the total that was. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so the, well, Rogers, it seems like is going to play in the preseason game next week against the giants, I guess on Saturday or Sunday, I can't remember what day it is, but it's the first time he'll have played in a preseason game since 2018. So I guess Rogers, unlike Patrick Mahomes, who wants to play in every preseason game, Rodgers really doesn't think he wants to play in the preseason. And and both of those quarterbacks, I guess, are doing the right thing for themselves because they've, they've uh, both had a lot of success. But it's a different, very different mindset, I think, that those two quarterbacks have. Uh, maybe maybe when uh, Mahomes gets to be in his mid to late 30s, maybe he'll say, I don't want to play preseason either. But, um, you know, Rodgers is, is going to play for the first time in five years against the Giants in the New York, New Jersey grudge match. Do we, uh, do we have anything else to add for I think this that, episode of the Warren Jack Power? Okay. I think that wraps up our, our analysis of the quarterbacks. Uh, we'll be back, I think, next week with our uh, predictions for each team's over under win total, I believe, right? Is that, that's what we decided. Yeah, so I think that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna look at each team and see. We'll we'll kind of arrange the divisions and playoffs and uh, way we think will fall, and also, uh, yeah, especially look at the projected win totals and see if we like the over or the under, and that will um, conclude our 2023 NFL preview just in time for two weeks from now when the first games of the uh, regular season will start. And we will uh, be back next week with, with, with all that, with all that action. And we thank you for joining us for all or part of our massive uh, three-part episode today. We um, are 
exhausted now and we're going to probably uh, hit the hay soon but uh you can listen to this at any time but uh you know uh hopefully you'll listen to it in a five-hour marathon or whatever however long uh we went just to just like uh we did because we're gluttons for punishment here but we did it we finished it we did finish it um and as always i am dr michael Lerman. He is Dr. Andrew Scaff. We are the Warning Trek Power Hour. Please like and subscribe to our uh, podcast or YouTube channel. Uh, we will be back next week with another fabulous episode. We aren't sure whether it will be in one or two parts, but it will be at least one part. And uh, we will we will we will see you next time. And until then, we will bid you. Good day.